Get going. Today's daf is daf Nun Beis, page 52. We are seven lines from the bottom of Nun Aleph Amud Beis, 51b. Right? So we're about seven lines um, from the bottom of Nun Aleph Amud Beis, 51b. There's a colon, there's two dots. Give everybody a moment. Seven is Slichas Tomorrow Morning, yeah. We're all good? Yeah? All right, let's go. The Matzah Yom Tif On Matzah Yom Tif, after the first day of Sukkis, Sayyidi went down together to perform the mitzvah of uh, Nisuch HaMayim. And they made a Tikkun Godel. They set up a big Tikkun, a big, uh, a lot of arrangements in the Beis HaMikdash. Now, says the Gemara, my Tikkun Godel, what is this big arrangement that was necessary to make. It's because of this that we learned in the Mishnah. That the, the wall of the Ezas Nashim was Chalaka. Okay? It was very, it was very, it was smooth. And then afterwards, they, they, um, put around it hikifua, they made a hekif, they made a border around it with a gezustra. Gezustra is like a platform, You'll, we'll call it an elevated uh, balcony for the women's section, which is very common in a lot of the shuls where, you know, the women's section is a, like a little bit higher, uh, higher a, above the men's section. The women sat above so they could see down and see what's going on. And the men sat below. Okay, so that was the uh, that was the tikkun gadol. That was the important way that they set up the simchas pesai shueva for the event. Tanurabbanan, the rabbis learned in so shui. Now let's explain why this was necessary. Because Bari Shaina in the beginning, the women would mamish be in the Ezra's noshim. And the men would be outside. The women went to the inside. The men were to the outside. However, it came to Kalis Reish because the it was you know the women had to walk through the men to get to their section, and they would stop and they would schmooze, and that would prevent the the, the type of setup and arrangement that was necessary for a proper simchas pesach when the women are in the men's section. They said, okay, let's move the men to the middle. You know, maybe the women are being stopped. You know, but the men, you know, they, uh, maybe that'll help. Nothing helped. Okay? Nothing helped. There was still Kalis Reish. There was still mingling. They said, okay, instead of somebody inside, somebody else outside, we're just going to do above and below. This way, everybody's in the center, everybody's in the middle. And we're going to build a balcony. We'll build a platform. The women will just go upstairs. And this way, nobody's walking through the other's section. Says How could they change around the setup? But it says, That everything, the entire uh, arrangement of the Beis HaMikdash was handed for, um, and in, instructed from David HaMelech who has a right to go ahead and change the setup and start building platforms? Amara, uh, Amarav, Rab says, 
They found a pasuk and they made a drasha. Now Rashi says over here, what do you mean they found a pasuk? It's very interesting. It's very interesting how this works. Let's look at the last Rashi on the Yomud. They knew they needed to keep a divider. They, there had to be some sort of separation. This couldn't continue. The last is get be they killed for. So they, they said like this. The Chum said, listen, it ain't happening. The way that it's set up right now ain't happening. So it's gonna change. But we understand that the blueprints need to have some sort of backup. And how do you change it? So they, they searched and they found. It's like it's interesting because usually you don't approach a Pasuk with an agenda. Right? That's what Tara says, what Tara says. From Rashi, it seems that over here they knew that we have an agenda, but we're going to find a Pasuk to back ourselves up with this agenda. Okay, top of today's daf. What does the Pasuk say? The land, this is a fascinating Gemara, the land will have a spadum for different families, eulogies. The families of David alone and the women by themselves. And they said, Shouldn't we make a kavachaymer? In the times of Mashiach, there's going to be we're going to be involved in mourning, and we're going to see soon what this hespid is. There's going to be tremendous mourning and eulogies. Now, at a time of mourning, says the Gemara, at a time of mourning and a time of espedim. The Yitzhahara is is minimized. Not only that, not only is, is the Yitzhahara minimized, but the Yitzhahara during that during the time of eulogy, the Yitzhahara is going to be much smaller, than it is now. And still, Umra The Torah says the Asad Lava times Mashiach by this big eulogy, the men and women need to be separate. at a time of joy. At a time of dancing, a time of, you know, you know, unlimited, um, you know, w- without boundaries, celebration. The Yitzhahara Shailupahem, and the Yitzhahara is still around. Allah is Kama Vakama, how much more so do we have to make a separation? And therefore they said, you know what, granted, David had to, David instructed Shlame, but big times call for big measures. And therefore, we put up a balcony. Says Gemara, what is this hespit that's going to take place in the times of Mashiach? Where the men and women are going to be separated. Who's eulogy? One's going to say it's for the for Mashiach when Yosef is going to be killed in war. Okay, we know that the two Mashiach, Mashiach when Yosef leaders in the battle, be victorious, but he's going to die in the Mashiach when David. And then Mashiach when David is going to lead us in and become our king. Another man, the Yomar, whether it's a Daisa or the Rabbanon, says there's going to be a eulogy over the Yitzhahara. Now, says the Gemara, one second. A eulogy over the Yitzhahara? Bishvama, it's understandable. Understand, are we going to give a eulogy on Mashiach and Yosef? It's going to gaze uh, um, this, the, the one that has been cut. The soft to love, and there's going to be a hespid kemispid alayachit, the same way somebody mourns over their only child. So we understand why there's going to be a spadim on Mashiach ben Yosef. That's very, very understandable. 
But according to the opinion that there's going to be a eulogy in the times of Mashiach for the Yitzhahara, you're serious? There's going to be sadness? There's going to be eulogies over Yitzhahara? Yeah. You should sponsor Kiddush and Shul. That there's no Yitzhahara anymore. What's the Esbid? No Esbid. Get rid of him. Am I Bachu? What are they crying for? Says the Gemara, fascinating. Mam is appropriate for tonight as we enter Slichus. Kedarash Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda made a drasha. Allah said, "Lava, maybe you're going to baruch the Yitzhara v'shoich." The name, I think, the name is Shoich. baruch is going to take the Yitzhara, who's there to challenge every single human being, and Hakadosh Baruch is going to slaughter this challenge, remove it completely, wipe it out, and do the slaughtering in front of Tzadikim and Rasha. Tzadikim nidmelahem kahar and the tzaddikim are going to view the Yitzhahara like a har gavaya, like a tall mountain. And the Rishayim are going to view the Yitzhahara like a chut hasaira. A chut hasaira is a little piece, uh, a little hair. Halalu baychem, halalu baychem. Tzaddikim are going to cry over the shechita of the Yitzhahara, and the Rishayim are going to cry by the shechita of the Yitzhahara. But they're going to cry for, for completely different reasons. Listen to this. Tzadikim baichim, the tzadikim are going to cry. The tzadikim who view the Yitzhar like a large mountain are going to cry. V'aymrim and say, How in the world were we able to conquer this tall mountain? How in the world were we able to conquer this tall mountain? It's incredible. Urasham baichim v'aymrim. And the Urasham are going to kick themselves. And they're going to cry and they're going to say, hey, how, weren't, how weren't we able to overcome this strand of hair? HaKadosh Baruch Hu also is going to be in shock, be in wonder with them. So says Hashem, it's going to be a pella in the eyes of the remainder of their, these people by Yom Mahim in those days. In my eyes as well, it is, um, it is a pella. It is a wonder. It's an astonishment. And the beautiful message, as I'm assuming if we're normal, we can all very much relate. At sometimes we're tzaddikim and sometimes we're not tzaddikim. We, we could very much relate at times to the Yitzhahara being a mountain. And sometimes the Yitzhahara being a little strand of hair, right? When you when the Yitzhahara comes at us before we do an Avera, it is very difficult to overcome. Very difficult to overcome. And we're like, how in the world am I able to fight against this urge? How am I in the world am I able to fight against this desire? It's tough. And then we give in to the Yitzhahara. We slip. And then we look back afterwards and we're like, Seriously? Why did I do that? That was so stupid. That was ridiculous. That was, I, I didn't need that. That was so. I I, I, sh, I should have for sure not given in to my Yitzhar. That's the Risham looking back at the mountain, and seeing it slinging Yitzhar and being like, "It's incredible." Either either there's different opinions. The shot is that they're looking back at the Yitzhar like, "How in the world were we even able to hold off?" Like that that Yitzhar is a monstrosity. It's a beast. And the Rishayim who gave in to the Yitzhahara are going to look at the Yitzhahara. They did all the Averis and they'd be like, you know, where to get me? It was nothing. That was so worthless. That was, that was a complete uh, waste of our lives.
Amar Ravasi Ravasi says, Yetzahara betchila daim elechot shalbuchya. The Yetzahara originally looks like a string from a spider. A spider's web. And then in the end, it looks like a rope that gets attached to a wagon, which is very thick. So first it's like very thin, and then it like ropes us, it becomes very thick and rugged. Shanemar, how do you know this? As it says, to those who get drawn in to the chevel, the destruction of nothingness of shav, and they do uh, they do an avais, they they uh, like the the rope of a wagon chata, they sin with. Okay, in other words, originally, what do we call it? It's it's chevle ashav. It was a rope of nothingness. You, you could barely see it, but ultimately, as a person keeps keeps giving in and keeps going into averis. It uh, it turns into something that it's very hard to break away from. Tanur Rabban of the rabbis learns and so shall we. Which, by the way, I would want to focus on this. This is Mamish Dabar Chashuv. Listen to this. You know, there's times where, as adults, we're lenient on ourselves and machmir on our kids. We'll say about ourselves, you know, for me, it's okay. For my kid, it's not for the kids. Nish for the kinder. It's not for the kids. This movie... I'm an adult. I could see it. It's not really fit for my kids. This song, this site, whatever it is, this place. All right, I can handle. It. I'm an adult. It's, not, it's niche for the kinder. We have to realize, if it's niche for the kinder, if it's not for the kids, it's not for us. We think that we're so. When you're desensitized to something, it no longer has an effect on you. And the Gemara is telling us not so. Unfortunately, what's happened to us is that it's become the, a rope. It's actually the opposite. We're the ones who need to be careful because now we're, we're so tangled up in it. It's not that it's not impacting us. It is impacting us. It's having an impact on my neshama. We think it's not because we think it's a habit. We're used to this. I've seen this 18 times, a thousand times, a million times. No, fuck it. The more you're into it, the more it's dragging us in. And the, therefore, the harder it is to get away. We should be the ones who are more careful to start breaking away from this mission, guys. All right. Fascinating, uh, fascinating lemur. Tonra Rabban, the rabbis are on social media. Mashiach and David, Shashli, Galish, Meir, Vimei, Noam, Elad, Kadosh, Baruch, Mashiach and David. Who is going to be our king? La'asid Lavai says to HaKadosh Baruch, who says to him, Shalom, Mena, Dabar, Vetein, Lach. Ask something from me and I'll give it to you. I will tell over that it's a chaik, that it's a decree. Yeah, whatever you want, you could ask from me. And I will give you the nations as your nachala, as your heritage. Mashiach ben Yosef is going to see that Mashiach ben Yosef was killed. I can know I could ask for the world, but all I ask is Chaim. Is Emes Dik Eleven? Emes Dik Life. I'm Reloi Chaim. Ad Shalay Amarta Kvar Esnave Yalecha David Avicha. You already have it. Don't worry about it. David Amelech already gave Navua a prophecy about it. Shenemar Chaim Shaal Mimcha Nasati Loi Vegaimer. And therefore, you're not limited to uh, to this request. You've already been uh, guaranteed it.
Now remember, what's a name? A name is something that defines a person. It defines the entity of a thing. Okay? So HaKadosh Baruch Hu calls the Yitzhahara Ra. Shnamar ki Yitzhahara Adam Ra Minu Ura. We have Yitzhahara Minu Ura. Which is very interesting. Right? Why do teenagers start getting confused? Because they get a Yitzhahara Taif. We have a Yitzhahara from the time we're children. Then we become Bar Mitzvah, Bas Mitzvah, and now the Yitzhahara Taif kicks in only later. And now we start with the struggle. But it's not because we got a Yitzhahara, it's because the Yitzhahara Taif is now trying to take control over what the Yitzhahara thought he already had control over. Just a little bit of a chizuk on, on, on what's happening during that stage in people's lives. It's, what's causing the Tsarist is the Yitzhahara Taif. Don't worry about it. You know? Maisha Kari Aro. Maisha calls the Yitzhahara an Aro. Okay? Uncircumcised. There's extras there. You should give yourself a brismila of the Arla of your heart. You got to remove the Yitzhahara. David Kari Tome. David calls the Yitzhahara Tome. Shnamar Leif Tohar Barali Aleikim. Machlal Dika Tome. It must be that there's a Tome Dika Heart. Shlame Kari Sani. Shlame called the Yitzhahara a Sine, a hater. Shnamar Imra'iv Sainacha. If you're, if you're, um, those who you hate are hungry, Hachilayu Lechem, feed him bread. And if they're thirsty, feed them water, drug, have them drink water. You're going to be putting coals on his head, and Hashem Hashem's going to help you out. Okay? Um, over here, Rashi over here explains it's referring to Lechem and the Mayim is referring to Tyre. Yeah, If the Yitzhahara starts giving you Tzaris, the way to get the, the antidote for the Yitzhahara is to start heaping, uh, heaping uh, spoonfuls of of tire. Altegre yishalim lach ella yishalmenu lach. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is gonna kind of uh, get rid of him, and uh, he'll leave you alone. Yishaya kari mikshol. Yishaya calls the Yitzhahara a mikshol, a stumbling block. Shenamar sulu sulu panu derech. Go out and clear the road. Harimu mikshol mi derech ami. Remove the mikshol, remove the stumbling block from the ways of my people. Yechesko kari evan, Yechesko calls Yitzhahara a stone. Shnamar vasiraisi aleva evan, Yipsachim nasati lachem, lev bosa. Remove the heart of stone and I'll turn, I'll give you a heart of flesh. That means removing the stone, the Yitzhahara, which is, keeps stagnant. The Yitzhahara keeps a person in just like a rock, keeps you in one place, depresses us, gets us down, makes us feel heavy. And we don't we don't want to get out and be useful. That's another midah the Yitzhahara does for us. Yoel called Tzafini. Yoel calls him Tzafin. We know this from the Pesach Seder. Tzafin Barech, yeah, Tzafin, that which is hidden away. Shenemar besat Tzafini archek mealechem. I will, this that is hidden away, I will keep far away from you. Tan Rabbanon, the rabbis learned that's why the rabbis besat Tzafini archek. This Yitzhahara, which is Tzafayni, Yarchik me'alechem, I will put far away from you. Yitzhahara is often by me, which hold on this Yitzhahara. That is hidden away, however, still remains. It's hidden away in the deepest corners of a person's heart. But it's waiting there. It's not gone. 
the um, the doctor of El Eretzio Shmama, and I will push him aside to an empty land. It's talking about a place where people can't mess with him. Okay? Or he can't mess with people. As Panov, his face is towards the eastern sea, ocean. The Itzahara was able to take advantage of people and ultimately cause the Beis HaMikdash to be destroyed. At that time, we're also killed. And it's gonna, his end is going to be by the last ocean, the last sea. And his boish, his embarrassment, is going to go up. And his tzachanosai his is like a, um, his bad, bad deeds, or you know, what, he, what he tries to do bad to us is going to go up. But what does that mean? The Itzahara, as we know, um, doesn't take too much to look around Klal Yisrael. We're supposed to view Yidin with the Ayin Teva, but unfortunately we know, as they say, the best things in the world are from Yidin and the worst things in the world are from Yidin. Yeah? And the Itzahara particularly has his eye out and, and spends time and focus on Klal Yisrael more than the other nations. Kihigdalasites, He's done big deeds. Amr Abai, Abai says, The Yitzhahara particularly has his eye out for Klal Yisrael and Tamidei Chachamim. He heard somebody, a man, talking to a woman, say, hey, let's go travel together. Amr Abai says, I know, I know what they're doing. I know what they're doing. I'll follow behind them when they're about to sin. I'll, uh, you know, I'll say boo. <laughs> and I'll, I'll let them know I'm there and I'll make, them, make sure they don't do Avera. Also, he followed them three parsa, okay, into a swamp. And after they walked together, the man accompanied the woman, yeah, the friends. And when they were leaving each other, they said, okay, you know, now you go this way, I go that way. And, um, and it was nice spending time together. I'm Rabbi, Rabbi says, Iman the Sonny Liave. Let me tell you something. Uh, uh, if it would have been me, it really means somebody who hates me, but he's talking about himself. There's no way I would have been able to uh, just, you know, separate paths the way that these people did. He, he went off by himself, the Ibura. Uh, against a a metal uh, a, a metal a metal I don't know a blockage didosho mitstar and he was very sad also husaba tonale until a husaba an elderly person came to him and said to him don't feel bad Abai. even though your head was over there it's not like your head's in the wrong place it's just that the Yitzhahara, you're if it would have been you you're right you need to be careful because Yitzhahara has got has got his eye out. Um, and has placed special focus on people who are uh, closer to HaKadosh Baruch because it takes a greater, the greater the person, the greater the challenge needs to be in order for the battle to continue. And if there wouldn't be a greater battle, it wouldn't allow the person to become greater. Amar Yisak says, 
You think the Yitzhahara is getting old. He ain't getting old every day. He starts new. Shenemar, as it says, we turn to Amadbeiz, Rak, Rak, Yeah, has got the energy throughout the entire day. Yeah. Yitzhahara is trying to take us out. Totally. Imamish yearns for the tzaddik. I'm going to get that tzaddik to sin. Ooh, I'm going to get the sin. You know something? He is older than us. He is smarter than us. He's got better hasmada than us, the Yitzhahara. He's got it going. How in the world can we withstand the Yitzhahara? You know how? Davening, siyata deshmaya, Kaddish Baruch helps us. Hashem alone is the one that allows us to conquer our Yitzhaharas. Ishmael, a beautiful Gemara. Listen to this. They learned in the Yeshiva Rebbe Shmuel. What happens when Yitzhahara is rocking? He's got us with an urge. If you encounter this manuvel, this disgusting Yitzhahara, you know what the first thing you do? Drag him to a basement. You feel an urge? Go run to yeshiva. Go run to a shul and start learning. Why? Home court advantage. You need home court advantage. Put yourself in a basement. If he's a stone, he will break apart. And if he's like metal, he will misbites. He will, another expression of, um, of falling apart. What does that mean? In Mevin Huni Muach, the Siv Hai called Samelechula Mayim. Whoever's thirsty should go to the water of Tairok. Siv Avonim Shachu Mayim. That water dripping on stones, as we know famously from Rabbi Akiva, that story, right? It wears away the stone. In Barzalu, Mespaitzeitz, the Siv, Alaikai, Devari, Keishno, Mashem, Kupatit, Shifaitzeitz, Hell. My words are like fire. Akadish Baruch Hu says, and like a hammer that takes apart a rock. So therefore, what do you do? You take the Taira and you knock him out. Yitzhahara is terrible. You know what? He calls us to do the Avera, and then that same scoundrel who told me to do the Avera shows up in Eilam Haba to prosecute me. You know the sitem, the the Atbach way the Darshan, they call Sada, witness is called Manai. Okay? Now, this Reb Shmuel Bar Nachmeni, quoting uh, Reb Yenison, is actually, it's nerve-wracking that the Yitzhahara has a right to be our prosecutor, but you know what? It's also soothing. Because only the Yitzhahara, who got, who got me the sin, can prosecute me, can hold me accountable. Because when is somebody held accountable? Are we accountable for an Ainus? Let's say it's against my will. I didn't have the ability to, to, to withstand the Yitzhahara. Am I held accountable? No. It's the Yitzhahara himself who's going to testify and say, you know what? Tendler did the Avera, but I, I'm the one who calls it, and I know he couldn't beat me. I never did anything to him that he couldn't beat me on. And that's the prosecution. Otherwise, some, nobody else could come and prosecute because they come and prosecute. You'd be like, oh, listen, Yitzhahara did it. Oh, Yitzhahara's fault. Blame, you know, the blame game. Yitzhahara, Yitzhahara. 
Vitzaharakam says, oh, he did Avera. I'm like, yeah, it's your fault. He says, nah. You could have beat me. I never gave you a test you couldn't, you couldn't overcome. So therefore, it's Davka the Yitzhahara who's there causing us to do it, who's also coming to, to be the prosecutor. Rav Huna Ramir asked the contradiction. In the Psukim Tziv, Kiruach Zenunim Hitza. It says, the spirit of Zenunim Hitta, The spirit of immorality. Um, Hitta caused us to, to uh, make mistakes. Uksiv Bikirva. But then it says, it's inside of us. Okay? So the question is, the well-known Gemara, is the Sahara outside of us? Causing us to do Avera, or is it inside? So the Gemara says, It starts on the outside and ends up inside. Meaning, if you let him into your house, if you let him into your heart, that's our own cheshbon. But he doesn't start out right there. Amar Rava says, At first, the Yitzhahara is called a Helech, a traveler. Traveler, and then what happens? We say, Okay, you could be a guest in my house. Be a guest in my house. First, it's something that's just passing by, walking down the street. And then Yitzhahara says, Hey, can I come for a meal? He becomes a guest. And eventually, he becomes a choshev in our house. Very important. Yeah? Think about technology. Yeah, it becomes very important. And a traveler came to a isha asher, a wealthy person, vayachmol and the wealth and lakachas um, mitzayne, uh, and he, uh, you know, he's like, oh, okay, I'll I'll give you from what I have, from my cattle, my sheep. I want to make you for my guest. And then it says he took the sheep of the, of the man. Now it became the guy's own. It usually, originally was the rich man. Now it became the poor guy. It's viewed like the poor guy's sheep, and he prepared it as if it was as if it was his, right? And the, that's the Matthias, right? Yitzhahara starts on the outside. We let him in a little bit. Uh, next thing we know, he's attached to the hip. He's 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 in our pockets. He's buzzing every second of the day, um, and he's like, he's, he's, we're, we're servants. We're, ser- we're servants to him. <laughs> he's, we don't know every time that we got phantom vibrations in our pockets, thinking that we we got a, a phone call or a text message. That's how much, and we're not even have our phone. You get a phantom pocket call on Shabbos, <laughs> right? Like, oh, is my phone vibrating? No, there's no phone in your pocket, right? So he, that's how that's how he gets into us. There's an Averkot, and there's a small male organ that a person has, right? Referring to, we know as the, the Aver, the male member. When a person doesn't give in to the urges of the male organ, the male organ is satisfied. But the more a person gives in, the more hungry that person is for more. Okay? Um, now Rashi says, interestingly, Rashi says a person who is too involved in sexuality, in relations, and things that have to do with the Aver, 
it really weakens their body as they age. And it, it physically weakens the, the, when a person's over, you know, does it too much. So it, it's, uh, it's detrimental to the body. There's a balance that needs to be had. Amr of Chana Barach, Chana Barach says, Amri be Rav, they said in the yeshiva of Rav, Arba mischaret aleim HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shabra. There's four that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has charata, has regret that, that he even created it. Four things HaKadosh Baruch Hu regrets creating. Okay, kaviyachal, so to speak. Okay, whatever that means. All right? Now, obviously HaKadosh Baruch Hu is perfect. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has, has, uh, has no regret of what he created. There was a need to create these four things, okay? But it's like Hashem said, I need to put this into creation, but I would have preferred not. That's really, you know, but it's, it's necessary. But it's not that HaKadosh Baruch made a mistake, Chas V'Shol. What are the four things? Ve'elohim. Golos. Kastim. Yishma'ilim. V'yetzihar. Let's go through this. Golos. T'chse v'atam ali poinum Hashem ki chinam. My bar mitzvah haftarah, parsha shayftim. Yeah, that's all. Malifai no, Hashem gilgachamichinam. All right, Michael Tavis, everybody. Okay, yeah, that Hashem says, Nebuch, my people are taken away. Kastim dechsev, heiner it's kastim zeom lehoyah, the land of kastim, the people that shouldn't have been. I would have preferred that they didn't even exist. Yisraelim dechsev, yishlayu oyholim l'shaydedim. The, the um. The covering, the tents of those who steal. These people are just out to create a chil Hashem. That's basically what it means. He's a hard to say. Asher Ariyasi, Akash Baruch Hu says, Asher Ariyasi. Yeah, that Nebuch. Why well, needed to create it? But it causes things to do bad. Not for these, the following three psukim. Klal Yisrael would be held very in, in high account um, for our sins. Baruch takes blame. He says, I know I brought the Yitzhar. Therefore, there's a little bit of an excuse for Klal Yisrael. Right? That that uh, we're like uh, we're pottery, we're we're, we're uh, yeah we're clay in the hands of the potterer, which is referring to Hakadosh Baruch. The Eid and as Hakadosh Baruch is in total control, so anything that goes Hakadosh Baruch is involved in. The Eidach vasiraisi yaslev evan mibsarcha menosan lachem lev basal. Remove the heart and of of stone and give you flesh. Papa Amar Afme Hainami Vasruchi Etim Bekirbukhan that Akadush Baruch Hu says uh, another way that Hashem helps us is he puts a little bit of a khidlikalikami mal a little bit into our hearts to allow us to walk in his ways. Okay. Then the Pasuk says, Hashem uh, showed me four kharashim, four craftsmen. Who are the craftsmen? Who are these things that, who are these entities that are able to craft? Okay? 
They are the people that are going to be involved in the rebuilding of the Beis HaMikdash. Mashiach ben David, Mashiach ben Yosef, Eliyahu Anavi, and Kaihain Tzedek. That's why they're called the craftsmen. They're the ones that are going to be involved in the building of the Beis HaMikdash. Mashiach, uh, Mosev Rav Sheish, Rav Sheish, that's a challenging question. Iyachi, Hainu Dixiv, Ayaymer, Leymar, Eila, Kronis, Asher, Zeru, Esyuda. These are the horns that Zaru is like made, made um, strangers. It turned Klal Yisrael into strangers. Hani Veshuva Asu. These people are coming to bring Klal Yisrael together. They're not coming to spread us out. You have to finish the Pasuk. These came down to scare them. That's why, interestingly, Charedim, and Israel called Charedim, right? They're scared of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. People are in fear of Hashem. To throw down the horns of the Goyim. And Noisim Karen Eser El Eretz Yehuda Lezaraisa. The Gaimer Amarlei Bahid Bahadi Chana Bagarta Lamali. He says, "Listen, I hear your vart. I hear how you're interpreting. And when it comes to Agarta Gemaras, I ain't messing with you. You're right. You got this. And Taka, uh, these uh, these four: Mashiach ben David, Mashiach ben Yosef, Elio, and Kain Tzedek, uh, Shem, who's Shem, uh, the son of Nayach. They're all going to be involved in the rebuilding of the Beis Hamikdash." in the spreading out of Klal Yisrael. All right. Vaiter in these psukim of Agartim. There's going to be Shalom. Okay? And you're going to have, here's the main part we're about to darshan, you're going to have seven Rayim, seven shepherds, and eight Nesiche Adam, eight royal leaders. Maninu Shivarayim, who are the seven shepherds? David Be'emtza, David is going to be in the center. Adam, Sheis, Umesushalach, Biyaminai. Adam, Sheis, and Mesushalach will be on his right. Avram Yankiv, Maisha Bismaile. Avram Yankiv, Maisha to his left. Uman Niu Shmaina Nesiche Adam. It's beautiful. Yeah? And who's going to be these eight noblemen of royalty? Yishai, Vishaul, Shmuel, Amos, Tzfanya, Chizkia, Umashiach, Ve'eliyahu. What a beautiful sight. What a beautiful sight. Okay? These are going to be the, uh, the figures that are going to all be part. They're all going to take part in the both that which leads up to the rebuilding of the Beis HaMikdash and the building of the Beis HaMikdash itself. Beautiful. All right. Good question. Who, who would you say is obvious? Okay. Yeah, I hear it. Right. Yeah, it's a good point. I don't know. I don't know. We have to delve a little deeper into that. Good, it's a, it's a good horror. It's a good horror. I just, I, I didn't, I'm, unfortunately, I didn't think of that. I didn't think about who was left out. I was just like, wow. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, this, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining this lineup <laughs> yeah, and, and seeing it. I was like blown away. But yeah, in the Khanami. 
All right, let me know if you come across something. Bez Hashem, I'll look into this as well. All right, we're at the two dots. Let's keep going. Let's get down to the bottom two dots on the daf. Our boss, Ulamis, there were four ladders leading up to these large menorahs. Tana, we learned in the Braisa, Goyva Shomenorah Chamishim Amma. It is fascinating. Beauty. The height of each menorah was 50 Amma, 75 to 100 feet. Look, each pitcher at four kaihanim that were holding 120, a little less than 120 liters of lug, of, of oil. Ibailu, they asked a question searching for information. Mayav Esham Lug Kulhu was it in totality 120 liter, 120 lug of oil that was used. I don't know or did each one of the Pirchikuna have 120 lug with a total of 480? So Gumar says, Tashma, each one had had Kadeshem and jugs of oil that had 30 lug. Shahim Kula Mayam Vaesra Lug. It was a total of 120. Okay, listen to this. Um, the strength of these kaihanim was even greater than Marta Bas Baisus. Okay? There's said about the children of Marta Bas Baisus. He was able to hold two yurechas, two thighs of a large ox. That was purchased for a thousand zuz. The reason why it's important to mention the cost is to let us know that we're not dealing with a scrawny ox thigh. We're dealing with the, 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 the fattest of the fat. Yeah, we got plenty, uh, plenty over there. And he... he um, Took his time. He took his time as he walked. This wasn't even heavy. All right? It wasn't like he was crumbling under the weight. He, when he did it, it was, a, it was an event. All right? Nobody else was able to do that. Because of Baravam Hadras Melech. And um, therefore, they wouldn't allow him to do it because. It's more gishma, It's it's more uh, honorable to Hakadosh Baruch Hu to have a lot of kaihanim schlepping the meat up the mizbeach together, working in their in their avodas Hashem, than to have one person do it all by all by himself. But the, the reason why we're bringing this down again is to is to show the the praiseworthiness of these kaihanim. But says the Gemara, how so? Let's just end off with this last step. My mishubachim. In what way was this more praiseworthy than the, you know, the son of Marta Bas The Gemara says like this, because um, if you're talking about how strong they were, well, the two thighs of an ox apparently weigh more than 120 lug of oil. So that's not too, so impressive, the oil. We'll tell you why. Because um, when he walked up the ramp, the ramp is not steep. It's not like a cliff. Yeah? It's not steep. So he had, he had you know, it was, it, was a, it was a short slant. So even though the 120 lug of oil weighed a little less than these ox thighs, but to schlep it straight up a ladder is a much harder feat. And that's what the Gemara is pointing out about these four Pirchei Kahuna, the strength that they needed to have to schlep it up was even greater and more 
praiseworthy physically than the Marta's schlepping of the thighs. Okay, Gavaldik, we'll hold it here for today. And Bez Hashem, tomorrow we will pick up from the bottom line on Nun Bez Omud Bez. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody.